You are listening to the Talk Hard Podcast, produced by the ragamuffin band of indie filmmakers at Walk Softly Films. It's the new year, so on this episode we take a look back at the best and worst of 2016, and then forward, we'll tell you what we'll be working on in 2017. We've got a new game on the show, and let's talk about the movies we're looking forward to the most and the least this year. So, without further ado, here's your host, Alan Martin. They're gonna put me in the movies They're gonna make the big star out of me We'll make the film about a man that's sad and lonely And all I gotta do is act naturally Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first 2017 episode of Talk Hard. Presented by Walk Softly Films. Uh, it's been a while since we've recorded, but I uh, want to take the time to thank everybody for listening, for subscribing, for sharing with your friends on your various social media and devices. We appreciate it, and uh, it reflects in the numbers, so thank you. Uh, I'm Alan Martin. With me, as always, from Frankfort, Kentucky, Scott Stafford. Scott, it's been a while, man. It is. We're uh, we're ready for the big two o one seven. That's right. So uh, haven't spoke to each other before any of these holidays. So how are your holidays? My holidays were great. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed that family time. We went down to the uh, the Gatlinburg, and uh, let me just tell you, they uh, they're good to go. You all can. Everything's okay down there. Yeah. Uh, you know go <laughs> go visit by all means if you want to but if you're thinking about like uh taking a special trip just because they're in dire straits they're gonna be just fine let me tell you it was wall to wall down there oh really yeah it was <laughs> it was busier than i think I, like ever so really do you think it was a lot of sympathy visitors like we need to help we need to go down there and... yeah there was probably some of that and yeah, I'd say it was everybody that had been planning to go just went ahead and went, and then you had a few extras. I'd say, and yeah. it was it was crazy stuff though, man. I like you know just uh, the scene down there because like the main strip is fine, but anything right off the street, you start to get into like one place will be completely burnt down to the ground. Another one right beside it is fine. Cars that are just melted down to and sitting on the ground mm. is crazy. A little weirdly post-apocalyptic kind of. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really has that vibe yeah. in some places. It's just, it's just weird. And uh, but we, we had fun down there, and uh, went to uh, Knoxville with uh, Miss Courtney Whitfield, and that was a good time. And so, we had fun. We had fun with the gang. The uh, the gratuitous girlfriend mention comes in early <laughs> in 2017. That's right. <laughs> there we go. We're off and running. Um, Todd Sheen will hopefully join us very soon. He's running a little late, but we'll give him a pass. So I say, uh, we're going to get this thing going, and he can jump right in. Yeah, and I, I, I think if if we get through any topics uh, while he's not here, then we just answer for him, and whatever we say is that's officially. I think so. What he thinks, yeah, he, he has he has given us carte blanche to do whatever <laughs> we want as far as speaking for him, right? Um, and and he sent us his answers, so we know. <laughs> we know what's going on. So, all right. Um, I, I can't remember which episode it was. Maybe you remember where we did the uh, hashtag not my president takeoffs for Hollywood and, and each of us came up with, well, I don't know if Todd did that one, but you and I came up with uh, with the not my's. I think my top one was not my Miyagi for Jackie Chan. And what was yours? Uh, mine was uh, not my banner. Not my banner. For Ruffalo. Right, because you prefer, and I prefer, Norton. So um, we put it out there to the listeners. We got a few responses for the uh, hashtag not my. So we, we said we'd talk about them on the air. Let's do it. And and God bless Matt Todd and Michael Startsman. They are, uh, they are troopers. They are regulars as far as feedback goes, and, and it is um, appreciated. It doesn't go yeah. without notice. Matt Todd. God bless those guys. Yeah, Matt Todd uh, agrees on... Uh, not my banner, uh, but uh, a little difference. Uh, he prefers Bixby over all of them, and I can see that. Yeah, 
Yeah, Bill Bixby was uh, was a fantastic Bruce Banner, and and definitely what we grew up with. Right, really sad. Very sad. Really sad Banner, but Banner would be sad, I think. Yeah, yeah, and I'll 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 drop in a little a little sad Banner music for the rest of this. Oh, nice. Because because <laughs> okay. you, you can't have right. it enough. Um, and then he had his second one was hashtag not my Knight Rider. Uh, from oh yeah, good gracious. <laughs> from the two thousand eight oh nine. Um, version of the show, and and so he, we could go any direction with that because you could because you've got uh, you've got well Michael Michael Knight's not in that right. It was a continuation of the story. So yeah, you, Michael Knight was uh, right. He was in the opening episode at a funeral or something. Yeah, <laughs> and kind of handed off Kit to or the the Kit uh-huh. prototype or whatever to the to the other yeah. to the other Knight Rider or whatever. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, you can definitely go not my kit on there because didn't they switch to a like a, a Mustang? Didn't they? Yeah, yeah, went all Ford on it. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. And that show was gross. I watched it. It was terrible, <laughs> terrible. And um, I think it was on NBC. And I think they, ha- I think I, I heard somewhere that they had uh, a couple of other shows that were car centric. Uh-huh. Um, that. We're coming up like that was that started in the fall and in the spring. They were going to do a couple other um, uh, car shows. Uh, one of them, Adam Carolla, was going to host, and it was going to be like the American version of that British. Yeah, uh, that's really popular. What's it called? Do Is you it remember? Top Gear or something Top like that. Top Gear. They were going to do American version of that with Adam hosting, and because Knight Rider was so <laughs> terrible, they canceled all car shows <laughs> for the spring. That's so dumb. that thing being so bad yeah. knocked many people out of a lot of projects. That kind of stinks. That's that's kind of dumb because it's like just because that that shows a stinker yeah. doesn't mean like people don't you know wouldn't want to watch Top Gear. Yeah. But that's right, two, two totally different things. But the uh, the higher ups were like, it's got a car in it. We're not doing it. <laughs> yeah, because this is tanking so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, Michael Startsman has, uh, and this is this is controversial right here. Michael, oh. Star- Michael, Michael Startsman goes hashtag not my Iron Man. Hold on, what? Yep, yep. For and but when he starts to explain, it makes total sense. He's saying. He is saying Downey, but because of uh, what Marvel has done post-Avengers with Stark, uh, I've got his exact quote, Stark seems so out of character to me in Civil War. Mm. He's siding with the government. I know it needs to happen for for the premise of the whole thing to work, but the switch from lovable rogue to government stooge was too quick and easy. And I would would even say just from lovable rogue to... uh, you know, super serious. He's the he's the guy that's worried all the time. You've right. ta- you've ta- you've taken him from the carefree one, and the fun one, and the jokes, and now he he can't do any of that because he's the one that's right. worried about everything all the time. So yeah. I, I'm on, I'm on board with that. Like now that you've explained it, I completely agree. I think uh, Tony Stark is the most libertarian comic book <laughs> character. Yeah, he would. Be, he's so anti-government always. So yeah, I I, I, I get it now. Yeah, makes sense. And and they've totally shot themselves as as good as the decisions they've made are that one is and it's tough to get around because you almost n- they feel like they needed to propel the story and it's like which other character is mm-hmm. going to fill that role but man it it kills you to like like take him away from his bread and butter I, I just feel like you're you've yeah. wa- you're wasting so many films like how many times do you get that good of a matchup of character and actor and you get that many films like it, it just doesn't come around that often so man right. Don't waste those chances of of see letting us see him the way we love him, but yeah, we, but we are we're going movie after movie now where he's just kind of like, you know, mopey sack. Uh, and for and then he's got another one and one more for good measure. He says hashtag not my paw Kent from Man of Steel, and I That's think a good one. We said Superman, and but yeah, Costner in that one is absolutely true. Uh, yeah, he says is he to blame for Superman being so moody broody? and snooty <laughs> but yeah i totally it's pretty poetic <laughs> he's, he's got some rhymes he, yeah uh, michael does but uh i totally agree with that one paul kent is the absolute worst human being alive uh teaching the indestructible son uh adopted son that he has not to save anybody under any circumstances right just so he'll so, be okay let kids die drowning <laughs> in a bus yeah as long as you don't let people know who you are, yeah. 
All right. Um, yeah, those are good ones. Thanks, guys. And um, yeah, if you all like, if you all want to interact with us, if you all, if we say something uh, that 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 strikes a chord, um, you got to let topic, us know, and yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it on the yeah, we'll talk about it on the show. So it, that makes it fun for us, uh, and hopefully for you all too. Um, all right. So I guess the new year is here. I, I had I had a question for you and Todd, but I, I guess I can't wait for Todd. Again, I <laughs> we, guess we can answer for that's him. right that we can absolutely. But can. Uh, yeah, 2017. Do you have Do you have any personal New Year's resolutions? I don't do resolutions really, but yeah. uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go the same one I have probably for the past decade, and that's that's more writing, more uh, film production, and uh, I'll be I'll you can. String me up and light me on fire if these uh, if if we don't get some of the stuff uh, done and out for the public that we've shot and had in the can for years. So it's on record, everybody. Yeah, hold him to it. We'll yeah. talk. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, I think um, my, I thought about it. I think my New Year's resolution for 2017 is that. Uh, I'm not going to give Michael Bay movies a five-star rating before I even watch them for an entire year. I'm not doing it. I'm going to watch them first and make sure. That's before I give them a rating. Right there. Yeah, I know. Because I, usually I see Michael Bay, I hit five-star. Uh, I'm not doing it this year. I'm watching them first. So I just wanted everybody to know that. Um, and uh, I think Todd's New Year's resolution was uh, he is – only going to wear banana hammock underwear. <laughs> well, um, in 2017, that's good so, to know. Yeah. Oh, do you have any <laughs> idea where that, where that came from? Why? Uh, he went into it. I'm not comfortable talking about it on the air. <laughs> well, yeah. You don't want to speak for him. I understand. No. <laughs> yeah. Not, not when it gets that personal, but yeah, uh, he did have a good reason, but that's, that's what he said. That's what he's doing for 2017. All only right. banana hammocks. So <laughs> thong right. underwear only for Todd Sheen. <laughs> Okay. For 2017. All right, everybody. Let's get into what Walk Softly is going to be up to in the year 2017. Scott, you kind of alluded to it a little bit in your New Year's resolutions. So uh, what's what, what do we have on tap? What's coming up? Well, we've got everybody's beloved sci-fi uh, cop show from uh, the 80s that we've got. We've uncovered like five or six new episodes, uh, and we've been working hard on the restoration of those. So they will be out in 2017. They will be out along with some, uh, some uh, swag, some gear that everybody can buy if Ooh. they want it some some t-shirts and whatnot so if uh some some things to look for for the space cops fans from way back um and like i said if if that doesn't happen in 2017 then everybody can uh tie me to a post and set me ablaze there you go and and that's what we'll do <laughs> uh how about are we you know talk hard any uh yeah man i i'm i'm enjoying the podcast it seems like people are listening to it so i i i'm i'm looking forward to what 2017 holds for this podcast i i like uh what we're doing with it and i think we've got some some new games we're going to introduce a new one today uh in a few minutes um we're getting good response we're getting good listeners and i am looking forward to talk hard with you guys for 2017 i think it's gonna be fun yeah i'm looking forward to the new game a lot and then and and like we'll explain that when it happens but you know whoever wins gets to do something and then it's, it's two it's two prong so anytime you get a two prong game yeah i'm gonna i'm really gonna enjoy what we do with that and uh we've got some new gear guys and you didn't even know about this Oh, by the way, Todd Sheen joins us. <laughs> That's right. Hey, the guy you hear the, the guy you hear chomping on on some snacks of some sort. 
They're lemon wafers. Lemon wafer. You are uh, in lemon wafers and lemon coke. This man is all about the citrus tonight. <laughs> I'm drink. I'm 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 washing down the lemon wafers with lemon coke from Zaxby's. That is. He professed something. his love off the air of lemon coke to us, and yeah, we're I, a little disgusted. I think I might I might tag that on the end of this episode, so you can. There hear you it. I'm not easily swayed by by fads either, folks. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. So there we go. So new gear, yeah. Uh, Walks Awfully Films has a has a drone in in its arsenal now. Whoa! So how about that? How about that? Uh, so also for all the people out there, if you uh, if you'd like to hire us for your aerial photography, so we can put a little bit of money in the coffers that is that are now completely dry. Uh, Thanks, Paducah. Yeah, we need. We You're need, welcome. We need some cash to be able to uh, go to Paducah next year. So, listen, if you if you need uh, some shots of your house, your land, um, whatever for your your film, you don't have a drone of your own. We can get her done. We can get it done. So uh, give it. Give us a give us a holler. Uh, shout at your boy with an email or what have you. I'd like, I've seen Name, Scott. I'd like to suggest a contest. What? I'd like to suggest a contest of naming the drone. <laughs> oh, I like it. Name <laughs> the walk softly drone. All right, we're gonna throw that out to the to the public. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All I'm right. gonna I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw the first name out, and it's gonna it's it's just simply walkie. <laughs> All right. So if you like that one, vote. <laughs> uh, send in your votes. Todd Sheen setting the bar low, people. <laughs> Hashtag WSF drone. <laughs> Name that drone. Uh... <laughs> you got it. Oh, man. All right. Are we ready to play some games? Yeah, let's play some games. Let's play some games. All right. Here, Here's what we're going to do. Um, we're gonna try. Oh wait a minute! Can I can I interject one more thing about? Oh about my New gosh! Year? Holy hell! <laughs> yes, Harry, do it. All right, now let's not forget 2017. This this is the year, folks. Right? You two guys. The year on the other end. This is the year, right? I. We. I mean, you tell me. I, I'm I'm throwing something out here that's obviously not been discussed. So we'll see we'll see what the reactions are. But All right. 2017, and and I don't know how this is going to come about, but I don't think about little things like details. I think about the big picture. So, I'm thinking 2017 is the year we get a uh, another feature done. Wow. <laughs> now, obviously, obviously that that's a tough that's a tough job when you without a script, right? Yeah. But yeah, just my, a smidge. My idea is uh, is a little bit more improvisational mm. um, that uh, that I think can can be done because <clears throat> you know the fifty turns to fifty one pretty fast you know and then on and on so that's all I'm saying but I, I'm just saying that's why <laughs> for any of you all that watch Danny O'Day just get ready because your heads are gonna spin all right man that's uh for the for the tw- for the twelve people that watch that video, I want you to know. <laughs> well, spin it. It's an, it's an aggressive goal. I'll give you that. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's happening. Yeah, Todd Sheen just dropped the the mother of all gauntlets. So uh, we'll 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 have a we'll have a meeting at some point to discuss uh, that. And we got we got three hundred sixty days, boys. Yeah. Gracious sakes! All right, let's play some games. Let's do it. Right, guys, uh, for all you listening at home, film every time we uh, every time we get together. That's getting ready to open this this week's film, Underworld Blood Wars. And what we're going to do is all three of us are going to take a stab at for this week. What we're going to take a stab at is what is Underworld Blood Wars <laughs> going to make at the box office uh, opening weekend. 
a modern classic to for oh, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The what is this, the fourth underworld? <laughs> I'm amazed that they're making these things. I think it I think it might be this it's it might be even the, the sixth. It's the fifth or sixth. Yeah. The fourth would... was Beckinsale, though. I don't count the other Okay. All right. Well, Beckinsdale was in all of them except the third one, I think. She came okay. back for the last one. So maybe maybe we're we're just maybe this is just the fifth one. I'm all sure. right. Okay. Okay. So Underworld Blood Wars. Yeah. We're going to take a guess. What's it going to make according to uh, boxofficemojo.com? It will be our reference. What's it going to make opening weekend? And the one who gets the closest gets to give an assignment to the other two of us to watch something that will be discussed on the next podcast. So here we go. Who wants to take the first stab at what Underworld Blood Wars will make? <laughs> I'll go. 20, I'll go 27, 27 million. A bang right there. There's number All right. one. All right. I'm going to write these down here. Todd Sheen says 27 million. It, by the way, it is sitting right now at 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's not a good start. No. Um, I'll go. I was gonna go a little bit over, but now that you've said that, I'll, I'll say fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. I was honestly gonna say right in the middle. You always gonna say twenty-one, so I'll just stick with that. And for future reference, can we? Uh, should we go without going over so we can we can uh, can. Can you, you want to price us right? Yeah, it? can you price us right it? Where if if the last person to go thinks we're over, you can do one dollar. Go and just go a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Pacino and uh, uh, Lecter aren't in this one, are they? <laughs> no, they're not. You can't go sixty dollars no, over. Um. <laughs> Locked in. Todd Sheen at twenty-seven, Scott at fifteen, and Alan at twenty-one. There we'll we see who's the closest. And whoever wins it, just like you said, names the movie that we all watch and discuss right. on the on the episode after. Good. There you go. There it let, is. Let me Should say let me say something about January movies. We all know January is a desolate chasm of usually bad stuff. There's usually at least one or two horror films that make it. And this is, you throw the underworld into horror. I mean, it's more oh, yeah, of a think so, yeah. horror sci-fi action kind of mashup, but it's basically a horror piece. There's a couple other horrors, I think. And you're, you know, so January is that graveyard, but there's a reason that we're on Underworld 5. <laughs> and there's a reason Underworld 5 are still being released into the theaters. Um, and I think Beckinsdale's a part of it, big part of it. Uh, and she's in it. Is um, is Speedman still in these things? Man, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna put the Any, uh, yeah, I'm gonna put a big X on further deep dive on Underworld. <laughs> Underworld so blood. We, we got 20 minutes to to get through 2016 yeah. and 2017. So since I thought we Easy. were on their third one and it's their sixth, <laughs> I think we're I think we're well past it. five or six. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to, uh, we never really did a, and we can come back and do this, but we never did, really did a, a wrap-up show. Um, so we're going to kind of combine a wrap-up show and a preview show. We're going to try to by giving our uh, some of our best worsts of 2016 and uh, maybe get into some stuff that we're looking forward to and maybe not so much of 2017. What's it, what, what do you guys think? I think that sounds good. Let's do best worst of this fabulous 2016 we had best well, well be, 2016 may have been the worst uh year for all of the celebrities that passed away this year man so let's start with that um who is uh who's the celebrity that passed away in 2016 that either you'll miss the most or that had the most personal impact for you uh todd you want to start well um Golly, I mean, there's there are so many, um, but and you know, Gene Wilder probably had the most impact on me mm -hmm. uh, because he he's he's he sticks with me. The fact that he's really not done much acting since what '89 or whenever it was, whenever he kind of went into semi-retirement, but you know, so you, you didn't see him on the screen, so you know the you know he, the, the fact that you're not seeing him anymore in new stuff 
and him continuing to push, you know, uh, his work out there is it's it's not as difficult if he if he had been working all this time and doing quality work. But just the fact that, you know, you know, he's not there and there's, you know, you, you think about untapped potential with him because, I mean, really, yes, you know, 15 years past that, imagine, you know, what would he have, you know, what would he have done? What what could have he have, he have uh, put out there? So probably, you know, probably Gene Wilder for me as far as impact, um, you know, um, Carrie Fisher is a really tough one too, especially with all the, for me, the anticipation of, you know, the upcoming Star Wars movies and not being able to see that fulfilled in the, the ninth chapter is kind of, you know, that's kind of upsetting as well. Yeah. Probably as far as impact, yeah, Gene Wilder. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about Gene Wilder. I think we all have a, a vast appreciation for him. Um, Scott, do you want to go? I'll go. I, I'm a little bit surprised. I'm a little bit surprised by Todd that uh, Dan Haggerty didn't make the top of the, didn't get the top slot. Yeah, yeah. One A, man. One A. His his unabashed love for for uh, Grizzly Adams. So I'm on the board. I'm, I'm pretty much on the same page with Todd. Uh, most impact uh, because of like how I've always felt about him, Gene Wilder. But uh, so to give my own name, I'll go with the the one I'll miss the most because Gene had kind of hung it up on the career. So right. I feel like the one that'll be most missed for me because he could have done some work uh, was is Alan Rickman. Um, I was and I was really looking forward to the uh, to the What's it called? Uh, what's what's the, the sci-fi spoof that they do? Oh, yeah, thanks. man, this is good stuff. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what with with Tim with Tim? Um, come on, the Galaxy st- Quest. Yes, thank you. Galaxy what Quest. They were going to do a sequel to Galaxy Quest. And, do a Galaxy Quest sequel. I had no idea. Yep, and uh, of course that put the uh, X on that one. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to go Rickman because he still had some work to do. Yeah. I I'm gonna man I'm 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 just gonna say it. Um, Freddie Prince Jr. Um, really upset me that he <laughs> and the Scooby Doo movies and Does he, really is he gone? I did not know this. Oh no, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not. My bad. My bad. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Those that's what that, those were different notes. Um, <laughs> no, I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna go off the beaten path here a little bit, uh, and 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 just go completely personal impact. But I'm gonna say uh, China from uh, from the WWE, Joni Lar, who um, man, when my fanhood for wrestling was at its highest point, uh, China was at the high, height of her powers. And man, she didn't just like reach the ceiling for women in professional wrestling. She smashed through it. She was so she was such an imposing figure. They wouldn't let her wrestle other women. She had to wrestle men mm. because they were afraid she'd hurt women. Um, won multiple titles and became a a contender in the WWE. And she, if you want to, um, just I mean, delve into her story. Such a tragic story, and it's uh, it's really sad. Um, so yeah, I think Joni Lar uh, impacted me as much as as much as anybody on the list of people that uh, that died this year. So no, that's pro- what I'll say no profession uh, specializes in tragic stories. That's true, and she uh, man, she's the she's the prototype for that. She uh, such a quick rise, and then just as equally fast uh, did she fall and. Um, it's really, really a sad story. So, uh, re- I think Bleacher Report has a really good article about her. So, check it out if you would, if you wish. All right, let's get into some film um, real quick. Best, what's the best film you guys have seen into that you saw in 2016? Why don't you go um, first, Alan? I'll, I'll go first. Uh, it was a film I told you all about um, when I went and watched it. Uh, for the first time, and it and it kind of really took me by surprise how good it was with how little I'd known about it going in. But uh, Hell or High Water was the best movie I saw in 2016. Um, it uh, directed by David McKenzie, stars Chris Pine, Jeff Bridges, Ben Foster. Um, I, I, there wasn't 
much to not like about it. It, it. I love the gritty look of it. I love the indie film uh, feel that it had. It had a great script. Did such a good job with uh, with characters. And it's a great case in point to what we've been saying pretty much the entire time we've been podcasting about how good stories and good characters are more appealing to us anyway than uh, huge CGI blockbuster movies. Um I think this is a perfect example of that. Uh, I didn't really see much wrong with Hell or High Water, and I would highly recommend anybody who hasn't seen it. I just watched it again recently and felt exactly the same way I did about it the first time. So Hell or High Water for me. And while we're uh, on that one, I'll double up. That's my tops one as well. Uh, oh, nice. You saw it then. I didn't even know you did, you had seen it. I have, and uh, it does. It gets my top spot. Part of that, I think, is partially because this is a weak year. I don't know that you know many yeah, other years it, it might have been number one, but it is a very, very good film, and I enjoyed it quite a bit, and I hope it uh, represents well at the Oscars because I think it deserves it. Yeah. What you got, Todd? Best movie you saw in 2016? Wow, you all just kind of rifled right through those, didn't you? Like, <laughs> yep, like really fast. Yep, didn't you? yep. that's what we do. <laughs> uh, golly, um, you know, I didn't see Hell or High Water, um, and I'm. It, it sounds like something that I would probably really enjoy. Um, I, you know, I honestly, there was nothing there was nothing this year really that stood out to me that I would say uh, what I thought was the greatest movie that I saw. Uh, and I know that's, <laughs> that's such a, that wow. is such a, I, I mean, <laughs> like I've looked at, I've looked at top 10 lists that have, you know, like Manchester by the sea and mm-hmm. fences and Jackie and, you know, La La Land and Moonlight. None of which like I've that. seen by the way. And I've not seen no, any of those. I've not seen any of those. Um, what about Rogue One? What do you think? Um, have you seen it? I have seen it. I really, really liked it. I really liked it a lot. Um, I haven't. I wouldn't. Uh, but the, I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it probably as you know, greatest movie of the um, of the year type. <laughs> just because. Just because. I mean, I enjoyed it, and but I don't. You know, and I, I really, I really did enjoy it. But I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know that I'd put it there. I just. I, don't, I haven't seen. I haven't seen my no, favorite he's, movie. Of he's, he's, being, he's being stingy with it. Being stingy. Yeah, fine. nobody's fine. Gonna get Todd Sheen's seal of approval. I can't get. I just can't give it. I can't give it up that easy. Mm. Um, I really can't, and I'm sorry. But I, you know, I will tell you a movie I saw that I really liked, uh, and and I don't know how much uh, love it's gotten, but. Um, the um, Hunt for the Wilder People mm. uh, is a great little film, uh, small film shot in New Zealand by Taiki Waititi. Taiko Waititi. Um, <laughs> anyway, over there? it's uh, it's tough, man. Yeah. It's tough over here. Jeez Louise! But this guy, this guy, everybody, everybody in the world's gonna know who he is. You know, a year from now because Thor, Thor's coming out. Yeah, Thor three. And he's doing that, and this guy has got such a, um, I don't know, such a, a like a, a tender touch, I guess is a, is a way to say it, to tell a story and and not be, uh, not be too heavy handed and and not and not be too gentle at the same time, I guess, um, and tell and tell a really unique story. Um, I mean, I I think some of the things this guy does are you could say hearken to, you know, Wes Anderson style filmmaking, but it's, he's also his own man. Um, All right. And I really like, I like everything he's done. So So if you've got no, uh, if you got no best of 2016, let's switch gears. And do you have a worst of 2016? A worst of 2016? Yeah. The worst movie you saw in 2016. Oh man. Well, you know, I didn't see um, Independence Day. I did. I, I guess I'll probably. I hate to. I hate to. I hate to jump on the fanboy bus, but I'm. I guess I'll just say GB three. <laughs> you go. Is this, so Ghostbusters. It's not good. It's not a good movie at all. I mean, 
I, I think we had this conversation once where I just said I thought it was just such a yeah we, such a waste of the name. We thoroughly hammered it. There's no yeah <laughs> there's, yeah. yeah. All right, Alan. I'll go with that one. Yeah, we spent uh, we spent an hour and a half ripping that one. I think. <laughs> what do you got, Alan? I'm going to second Ghostbusters. Um, I've I've said it once on this podcast. I will say it again. It's the most egregious, obscene (laughs) waste of resources in movie history. Yeah, it's. I keep I've and and in the past week or two, I've heard multiple people talking about that they liked the film and and yeah, they they had the cameos for all the originals and that was really neat. It's like no, No. those were them. Worst yes. cameos. Worst yeah. cameos of all time. Horrible. Yeah. You had a great cast. You had the Ghostbusters franchise. You had a director who was on fire at the time. And you obviously had access to all three Ghostbusters yeah. that were that are still alive. And that's what you gave us. Yeah. It's the it best, wasn't just bad, it was offensive. It was embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. The best the best cameo of the bunch was Ernie's, and Ernie's wasn't anything to yell about. Yeah. No. But the other, I mean, Annie's was horrible. It was yes. just an afterthought. Accroids was, was just horrible. a joke. Yeah. Bill and Bill was I never say this about Bill Murray, but he was horrible in this. It, it was painful. It, just, it doesn't help the the pantheon of Bill Murray in the least. It's just no, ugh. No. My turn. No. My turn. All right. All right. I won't I won't make it a threefer. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh left a little bit and I'm gonna give it to the Suicide Squad. Not a bad pick. Which also got roasted on this program. Yeah. Um and, and I Maybe s- not enough though. <laughs> I saw it again. <laughs> Why? Because uh, <laughs> the guys at work wanted to watch it, uh oh. so we broke it up over a couple days of, of lunches and uh Man, that thing is bad, and and they they completely uh, agreed. I, I wasn't feeding them opinions, but that they picked up yeah. on the exact same things. Like you could just, oh man, it's so it's so awful. If you want to hear all that, go back to the episode where we talk about it. Uh, my none of my opinions changed. Yeah, um, good. What's next? What's next? Uh, let's get into some TV. What what uh, best TV you watched in 2016? And I don't I don't think it necessarily has to be a show that started in 2016 or even ran in 2016. Just if you found something on Netflix or, or mm. whatever that you really liked and went back and watched it in 2016, uh, as far as like an episodical TV show, what's, what's your favorite? Uh, and that's because <laughs> is, is that, is that a setup because of your answer is going to be, I, I think mine's current, <laughs> but I just okay. saw it. All right. All right. Uh, but I think mine is still going on, but I'll go ahead and say mine since we, but I, I found Veep, uh, which is on HBO, um, and I, man, I I fell in love with that show. Okay. Uh, stars Julie Louise Dreyfus as the vice president of the United States. Um, have either one of you all watched it? Any of it? I've watched maybe like sixty seconds of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's I've watched I've watched one episode, and I and I liked it. I liked what I saw, uh, yeah. but I just haven't uh, I haven't been able to ki- commit any more time to it. But I, I did like. I, I like the cast. I love the yeah. supporting cast, especially. Well, it, it it has it feels clever, and it feels like it's really high end comedy. So it makes you feel smart when you get the jokes. Um, but I don't really think that's the case. I think because it's really funny and really quick heating, and it's and it's really con- consistent, uh, and because it's set in the political world, it just kind of makes you feel like you're an intellectual when you kind of laugh at the jokes. Um, but it's really funny and really fast and 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 really smart and I would highly recommend Beep. Got it. Next, I'm going uh, Stranger Things. Oh, very good, very good. That's yeah, good. Um, and I, I really like it. I mean, and here's the thing: I think a lot of people are jumping on this Stranger wagon. Um, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but for for the for the whatever reasons, but. I mean, a big part of it is the nostalgia for me because mm-hmm. I, you know, growing up mm-hmm. and being in high school and, uh, you know, high school and college in in that decade, and just the way these these brothers that have done this show have just pulled it off, and uh, you know, not only just set design and uh, haircuts and music uh, and main title opening design and. Uh, just, just, and the feel of that 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 decade, and how they, you know, how those kind of shows and movies were produced. I mean, they really nailed it, and it's 
you know, it'll be interesting to see what season two does. Cause will they, will they, are they going to, you know, still hammer that, you know, that time period home? Is that, is it, you know, I feel like they have to do something beyond that to make it work for season two and beyond. But uh, yeah, I just loved it. And I, I'm unabashedly so I don't care if people say, well, it's all set dressing. I don't think so. I think it's a really good story. And, um, you know, it reminds you of, uh, reminds you of a lot of the, you know, those, the, you know, Goonies and, yeah. uh, Spielberg style films from yeah. that decade. And I, I love it. And, you know, forget you all. That's yeah. a, it's a good pick. You'll get no argument from us. No, that's really good. And you're a Stephen King fan too. So that helps that. Oh yeah. It was yeah. kind of done justice. Uh, on Stephen King stuff. So, all right. What do you got, Scott? I got uh, my best TV of 2016 is Vice Principals. I want to watch it. <laughs> and uh, yep, that's 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 all about you, man. You're you're a Walton Goggins guy, and for anybody anybody that loves him, I feel like this could be the their favorite of all his oh, stuff. Man. Like I, I don't know, I'm just in love with his performance on the show, and that's the main reason. I love it. It's it's not for the kids, uh, but but uh, yeah. Sorry, kids. Definitely. If you love Walton, um, check it out. And I like that that Danny is is dialed back a little bit mm. in this, um, and and I think it's some really good stuff from him too. I like the like the two of them together. They play off well off each other. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Hey, worst. Hit, hit, quick hidden fact about Walton Walton Goggins though that you probably all didn't know. He loves lemon coke. Oh, I, I doubt it. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. You getting into Danny McBride kind of gets me into my worst TV that I saw this year. Um, I tried to start watching Eastbound and Down. Mm-hmm. I made it about halfway through the pilot. Wow. And it's not funny. I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm just kind of over Danny McBride's stick. Yeah. Uh, of being that character. I guess I've just seen it so many times now. It just like the story, the whole angle of the, of the show sounds good. Like it would be funny and perfect for him, but I, I don't know. It's I, I, for me, that has run its course. It's, uh, that Danny McBride has run its course. It's funny how often that happens for comedic actors like, you know, like Will Ferrell or like when they come on the scene, it's, it's so fresh and it's, and it's yeah. something we haven't seen and you just, you can't get enough of it and you just eat it up, uh, you know, and like, uh, you just want to see more and more of it. And then, yeah, when you, when you get, you know, you get several movies in several shows in, it's like, it, it does. It's like, it kind of lets you know why, you know, musicians are, are constantly changing their sound, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like co- acting actors and comedians can't really do that the same way that musicians can. So, yeah. yeah. And I think there's a talent to being able to do some of the same stuff, but changing it. Like I could yeah. watch Billy Bob Thornton be a butthole right. all day long. But I, Danny's different for me for yeah. some reason. And Bill Murray's comedy is a little more evergreen. Yeah. It's not. It. I think like the more you're ratcheted up, like the you know the 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 more high intensity you are, the bigger your style is, the quicker it's going to wear out. That definitely could be it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, worst television, uh, Todd. Fuller House. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry henry Um, it's you know i mean i it's 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 cool to it's cool to say hey i grew up watching full house in the 80s and 90s i loved it it was part of my friday nights i loved full house i love that i love that whole unabashed uh let's you know let's let's be silly corny stupid Mm -hmm. i hate fuller house did you like the original (laughs) Not, I didn't watch it. Okay. I, I think Full House was like late late eighties, and yeah. that was the time when I was in college. Well, and I just had I didn't have time for that. Career. Even if you weren't, I hated it always with a passion. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I did not. I didn't get any of those shows, any of that corny stuff. And like we had all kinds of people in in our age group that loved yeah. that and uh, Saved by the Home Bell. Yeah, it's like Saved by the Bill. I never, I never understood yeah. any yeah, of that. I did, like this I didn't is just that one this is just bad. But, These are bad jokes. I don't. Like, yeah, you know, that's all that mattered to me. Look, Fuller yeah. House makes Full House look like the life <laughs> and times bad. of Grizzly Adams. That's bad. Oh man, <laughs> that's how good. Yeah, goodness sakes, it makes it look that's, life and times of Grizzly Adams. Shout not... out to Dan Haggerty. <laughs> and while we're say, while we're there, why don't we just go ahead and say shout out to 
Yeah, shout out to Dolph Lundgren. There you go. He didn't make our list in 2016, but I think I have a feeling 2017, the year of Dolph. Yeah. Mark it down. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, Worst TV that you saw this year, Scott? I, I pre-apologize to Susan Whitfield, but uh, Luke Cage is a big, fat stinker of a show. That, uh... <laughs> All right, so so explain Susan Whitfield. <laughs> Susan Whitfield is uh, the girlfriend's mother who is completely in love with Luke Cage. Oh, and this isn't going to be good. It's not It's not good, and I've already been fussed at once, uh, yeah. kind of second, second hand, and, uh, yeah, yeah, well, I, I, I'm sorry, but I can't. I'm, so, I'm sorry to the Whitfields, too, but you're right. <laughs> so you're exactly bad. right. It, it's a turd. And even more, so, even more than bad, it's a disappointment. Even yeah, exactly. So, yeah, what a great trailer to get just a big dumpster fire. <laughs> so on that note, let's let's get more positive and roll into yep. 2017. 2017, the year of Dolph. <laughs> what? Uh, Bam. <laughs> Todd Sheen. What yes. is your most anticipated film? Coming up this year in 2017. Episode 8. There you go. Nice. Yep. And listen, listen to you. He had it. He was ready to go. He was ready for that one. Not, not the $6 billion man? Are you serious? It's coming up? <laughs> yeah. Mar- oh, Wal- yeah. Wahlberg is uh, Steve Austin. Wahlberg yep. is Steve Austin? Yep. yep. Todd, me... I mean, Alan, do you know if it's a comedy or, or if they're doing it straight? I think they're doing it straight, aren't they? I think they're doing it straight. Yeah. 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 I, I know think so. I, it, when when Jim Carrey was supposed to do it probably a decade ago, oh, I think they were no. I think they were yeah. they were talking comedy. So. That, yeah, when they were on on their on their streak of every TV show we can get our hands on and spoof it. Right. Oh, yeah. That was bad. It was dark days. Dark yeah. days. <laughs> very dark. Very dark. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, six billion dollar man. I didn't, I didn't know about that. So. All right, so we'll, yeah. we'll we'll save that for when it actually comes out. Uh, Alan, my most anticipated movie of 2017 is going to be Spider Man Homecoming, nice. um, because I think it's the first time I feel like pa- Peter Parker's been cast right since they started doing the the Spider Man movies. Mm-hmm. I think it was confirmed in his, his cameo in Civil War mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really confident in Tom Holland. It's a great choice, and I think Spider Man has the best villains other than Doctor Doom mm-hmm. uh, in in Marvel. And I think we're actually going to get to see Marvel get a hold of some decent villains mm-hmm. to put up against one of my favorite comic book characters. Uh, so yeah, really excited for Spider Man Homecoming. And I do have to say, I do like the the look of the Vulture. And, yeah, me too. And excited. And playing it. Yeah, exactly. Excited to see Keaton uh, chew on it. I've seen that trailer for that movie twenty times at least 20 times and I get the same chills in the same spots. Every time oh, I geez, see it, so you are I'm really, you are I'm, up. I'm worked up. <laughs> you got that right. Uh, my turn. What you got? Yeah. What's, what's the one you're looking forward to the most? Looking forward to the most in 2017. I'll go guardians of the galaxy two. Nice. Uh, yeah. That uh, almost, I almost said it. Yep. Uh, at this point, I almost feel like Drax is my favorite character, Marvel character in the in the cinematic universe, and just I, just because I get the laughs out of him, and uh, he's you know until I'm until he shows us otherwise. I mean, James Gunn is the is the uh, yeah. the golden man right now. So and and the the trailer that he put together is fantastic. So I'm excited yep. about it. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Uh, do you have any interest in seeing uh, the Belco project? No, no, no. That sounds no. like it's up your guys' alley much more <laughs> yeah, than mine. I can't wait to see that. He said oh, he, he what, makes it sound like it's wacko. That? What's that about? Yep, um, it's coming out in March. It's um, it's about an office building that basically kind of gets shut, completely shut off. Uh, like the the armored windows slides close down on it, and the doors get barred and whatever, and a voice comes over the loudspeaker that says, if you all don't kill three people in the next two minutes, we'll kill six. Oh, right, yeah. And it's yeah, I did, sort I of a sociological yeah. experiment with with, uh, with lives on the line. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, James Gunn talked a little bit about um, his inspiration for that movie and um, got me really interested in it. So I'm, I'm excited about that one. But not as excited as I am about Spider-Man. It's never gave me chills. So. <laughs> 
I hope not, because that would be <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Spider is me getting chills for Spider-Man disturbing? No, no. If if you were getting chill, if you were getting chills for the Belko experiment and for Belko, that's yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what's your what's what's the movie that you're least looking forward to that's coming out in 2017? Todd, do you have an answer? Mm, um... Scott, do you have an answer? <laughs> I, I, I do. I'm ready. I've got I've got three, but I'll pick the best of the three, and I'm gonna say the Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> you went Boss Baby. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's, right. I feel like it's worth the mention because I did just see a trailer for it, and and I do love Alec Baldwin, and it's like, what are you doing, yeah. man? Like, no. Oh, you're not even willing to give it the Baldwin bump? No, no, man, that looks like it looks like garbage. <laughs> I, I, it's really? not going to be the worst movie. Like I, I got a feeling one of you, one of you guys is going to say the one that I think is going to be terrible. But yeah, the Boss Baby, yeah, <laughs> bad stuff. Oh man, and I hate, uh, hate the concept. Yeah, I've got two. I might just throw both of them out there real quick. Uh, Seriously, Justice League, I, <laughs> yes. I zero interest in. I think it's going to be yes. just as bad as Batman vs. Superman was and as much of a mess as that was. I can't imagine having all those characters in this screwed up DC universe that they've created. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's just going to be hard to watch. <laughs> Yeah, and it's almost exciting to see like can they can they keep getting worse? You know, like like yeah. I, I'm almost looking forward to seeing like how bad can this one be? Oh my can gosh, it be worse God. than Suicide Squad? Is that possible? Let's let's do oh, this. Man. What a uh, yeah! What a time! What a time to be alive. <laughs> um, my my second pick is I cannot believe they're doing a Chips movie. <laughs> so that's and, Dax Shepard and. Dax Shepard and Michael Pena. Okay, yeah. Yeah, is Punch. And Dax Shepard wrote and directed it. And it is rated R for sexual content and graphic nudity. (laughs) Oh my. It's chips. Yeah, that I think that means if I had to guess, you're gonna get a lot of the D in there. If (laughs) I think you're gonna get some Dak D. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Since a little it's a double co- D, because they're they're gonna think that's hilarious to just show yeah. a ton of a ton of the D in there. Yeah, um, you're probably right. And, Are you and, talking and, about uh, Ponch Dong? <laughs> and we were just talking about how, like, I mean, this is a return to that early '90s, yeah. you know, spoof of uh, TV shows, and like, I don't need that. I really don't. No, I don't either. I I didn't like the TV show. Oh, I did. Now hold no, on. Hold on, on now. I, I, man. man. Nobody, awful. hey, nobody, nobody did freeze frame during the end credits better. Yeah, than chips. Well, that's and true. then and then unfreeze. Yes, to move on to the next freeze. We well, we did get that out of it. I don't know. Dukes Dukes did a pretty good job with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so, Todd, did you think of anything? Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I wanted to hold off. I didn't want to just jump up and say Justice League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I wanted to let somebody else have the chance, but I'm going to say Transformers because, yeah. uh, you know, uh, all the uh, way up, man, all the way up, <laughs> Bay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and admit I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> You've seen and every I'm one of them. Probably gonna enjoy it. Yep. <laughs> I thought you had I thought you had sworn them off. I thought you had said why I thought the last time we talked about Transformers your take was why do I keep No, I did. You're them? exactly right. No, that's you're exactly right. Every time I see one, I'm like, I don't know why I keep watching these and then I go back and watch them. <laughs> All right. And not you, just watch them, I look forward to them. Yeah. You got to stop the madness. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. It's, a I'm like, sickness. it's like a drug. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I can't go with you on that, but it, that's my fault, not yours. Uh, we're about at the end, guys. I've got, I yeah. got, I got two questions for 2017. Can I throw those at you? Yeah, let's let's do it. Number one in 2017, can they finally make a good Wolverine movie? Do you think that's going to happen? Man, no, <laughs> I don't. 
<laughs> well, Ryan Reynolds said he feels like he's seen it, and he feels like they might break the ceiling and get uh, the first Best Picture nom for a, a superhero oh, movie. Oh, good grief. <laughs> My man did Green Lantern, so... <laughs> I mean, he really I, loved that one too. That's I heard. the authority on uh, on comic book movies is Ryan Reynolds. Um, <laughs> no, until they prove me wrong, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that because of the track record. Yeah, there's no question that this looks like it has to be the best one. Like, yeah, but yeah, man, but I, they have gotten progressively worse. Yeah, oh man, that was so. Are bad. you are you ready for my answer? Yep. Yeah. This is, this is going to be a good one. I this thought is you gonna... did answer. I'm sorry, I skipped past you. No, though. this this is gonna this is gonna this is gonna make you forget about Origins and uh, wow. that last one. The Wolverine. Yeah, the Wolverine. You're not gonna. This is gonna make you. You know, it's gonna because I think it's it's not the same director, is it? No, no. Okay. And this is Mangold. So yeah. wasn't he supposed oh, to do okay. the last one, but he dropped yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then they completely they completely redid everything they were going to do with Silver Samurai. In the last mm. one, um, yeah. Well, if I, they'll I, stick to any of the the old man Logan comic story, mm. it'll be decent because that comic book was great. Yeah, and the the new stuff they wrote this year, by the way, just an aside, the best comics of the year, I, I believe. Those are those oh. are the best ones. So the the mm. new ones they've written, not the not the short, the miniseries that came out a few years ago. They've got a, a new ongoing, and it's very good. A new ongoing old man Logan book. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, cool. Todd, were you were you headed somewhere? No, I just I honestly I got a good feeling from it. And okay. It's not because it's a Johnny Cash song in the trailer, which was like a great song. pick. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that it was a great pick. Yeah, it was. Uh, but I just I mean, I, I like I, I like the feeling of it, and hopefully I'm not wrong, but it's the same way I felt um, when I watched uh, the Winter Soldier trailer. Oh, the first wow. few times. Um, because I, mm. I mean, I'd talked to people that said they really were not looking forward to winter soldier after watching the trailer. Mm. And I, uh, and I thought, it, I thought, it, I thought it had some really good points to it. I was really excited about it because I didn't, you know, I, I didn't love the first captain America movie. Um, but, uh, I, I feel the same kind of way about this. Well, that right. I did about uh, winter soldier. So I think, I think that's definitely a nominee when we play, when we play the game. Yeah. Is is a uh, Logan? Yeah. Well, let's wrap this thing up, guys. We're right at an hour. We, we you got another question? Do you want to do another question? Or I think we I think we I think we kind of answered it. Uh, the question okay. was, can can DC make a movie critics like? Oh, yeah. I'll be honest. Todd's um, doing origami, by the way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Todd? What what did you, what did you make there? He's scratching that, the scratching the sleeves on the Oreo bag. It sounds like <laughs> it's. Uh, I'll tell you, it's 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 what it sounds like when a box shakes its head no. <laughs> I thought you'd made a swan there. Yeah, I might have. No, okay. I, D, DC man, just go ahead, go ahead and push the push the <laughs> the wheel down. Just yeah. put the nose in the earth and let it <laughs> yeah. let it die for I don't know yeah. how long until somebody with some nads comes along. <laughs> And some creativity, and then just you know you're gonna have to recreate it all. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say you're you. I think I think you're wrong. I think Wonder Woman is going to be a critical really because of the political correctness of it. Mm. And a a powerful woman character finally getting her own movie. Marvel hasn't done it. I, I think critics will be very kind to it because of that. I still say no. I, I say they, you're dead on that they'll want to, but I'm yeah. going to say it's so <laughs> it's going to be bad enough that they can't. So yeah, I, I'm there on. was a lot. Ghostbusters was sitting fresh for a while because of yes. the because of the yeah. you can't you can't say bad things. They're women, right? And I think Wonder Woman's going to get some of that treatment too. Yeah, I'd say you're right. I'd say you're right. So there you go. All right, guys. Good, good one. We're 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 we got twenty seventeen off on the right foot. I think. All right, I like. I it. don't think I don't think Wonder Woman likes lemons though. And well, maybe not. And and we'll we'll have to get together now and talk about making a feature film 
yeah, with no probably. script in a year. Jeez Louise. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's a it's a good thing we don't have to shoot on film. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, my grandmother's calling me for the third All time right. since we've been podcasting, so yeah. I better get off of here. But um, shout out to Mana, by the way. <laughs> uh, I know she listens. So that's right. So um, if you guys are ready to get out of here, everybody, have a happy 2017. Uh, let's get to the movies. Let's watch some TV, and then let's talk about it. For Scott Stafford and Todd Sheen, this is Alan Martin reminding you to walk softly and talk hard. Well, I hope you come to see me in the movie. And I know that you are plain to see. Biggest fool that's ever hit the big time. And all I gotta do is act naturally. I must say this. I had to, I took Henry to eat at uh, Zaxby's. And um, the, you know, the big Coke machine with all the variety, they have lemon Coke now. Yeah. And oh, I, I'm, I'm smitten Ooh. with lemon Coke. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> it's worth it, though. It's not, you know, some people, you might say it tastes like pledge. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. I pledge my allegiance to lemon Coke. 